Oh, shit. What's going on? Hopefully I didn't blow your damn eardrums out. Uh, this is the Gutter Sluts Podcast. Back again. Uh, I've been away. Uh, I've been going through some things. But I've been having a good time. You know, constantly running. Trying to learn the lay of the land. You dig what I'm saying? It's starting to get chilly here now, which is what I'm not used to. Because I've been in California for like the past six years. Um, Running and gunning. I was in Shibuya yesterday. I was in... Uh, so... When I was when I was coming over here, it like I thought Tokyo was like one city. So to, it and technically I guess it is, but it's enormous, which I did not know. So there's other. So it's like kind of how like L.A. is. Like you got Burbank over there. You got Long Beach down there. Yeah, West L.A. You got um, excuse me, uh, Pomona. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Glendale. You fucking name it, right? Then you got South Central over there. So that's kind of like what it's like over here. So you got Shinjuku, you got Shibuya. Shibuya is like Shibuya Shinjuku, Akihabara, which is close to Shinjuku. That's like uh, the super anime spot, like where all the shit goes down. Like that, anything you need, it's over there type shit. Um, go to Shibuya in the Pokemon Center. You know, you see the big Mewtwo in the, in the tube going up and down, uh, resting like it, it wasn't the first Pokemon movie that came out like, 98 99 or whatever but yeah recreated that scene and it's the um and then you, you look on the wall you see all the art the like it's a little silhouette of a gengar it's the pokemon design center you look to the right you got diamond encrusted pokeballs and a diamond encrusted pikachu behind glass um you go in and there's like too much to look at there's so much shit everywhere that it's like almost too much it's like you step in, you get hit with all these colors, you just want to walk out. You know what I'm saying? You got a Snorlax over here, you got a Slowpoke over there, you got a bunch of fucked on a Pokemon that you've never seen before. You got kids running around, you know what I'm saying? It, the place is, is packed. It's clearly a fire hazard. The line is out the fucking wazoo, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I go in there just to see. I was like, oh, let's see what's going on. I might just get a little something-something. I pick up this, this Pokemon, and I look at the line. I was like, that's the line? Because it didn't, it didn't occur to me because there was so much shit happening. There was so much shit that was going on. I was like, you know, and I'll just come back another time, whatever. Then I just fucking, uh, fucking spun a 180 and fucking uh, bebopped on out of there. Uh, Nintendo store, huge, expensive as shit. Goddamn T-shirt that said Nintendo Shibuya was fifty bucks, and so like Shibuya is like the like one of the main spots, like when you think Tokyo, like this is the place that you're thinking of, but you don't know it. It's like the bit, the, the crazy crosswalks, hunt like thousands, like tens of thousands of people crossing the street and walking around. You got the famous dog statue that's over there. Uh, I got a picture of it. I need to fucking post that somewhere. Who knows? Whatever. Um, and then you walk over. There's all these, like. There's so much shit that you don't know where to go. Stopped at a little coffee spot. Got me some the strongest coffee I ever fucking had in my life. Jeez Louise, I couldn't even finish it. And I thought I liked strong coffee. I was, I, I got a wake up call on that one because yeah, damn, y'all almost got hit by like eighty six motorcycles. And speaking of motorcycles, I saw this 
I saw this GoFundMe. Now, now before before I go into this, I, I donated to this GoFundMe because this motherfucker was fucked up. Got into a motorcycle accident and the motherfucker's foot flew off his body. Kidney exploded. Skull cracked. Amongst many other horrific things that I didn't even know was possible. Kidney exploded. I didn't even know they could do that. Like, like when you say a kidney exploded, I think of, I think of chili. I think of kidney beans. And I think if someone put a, a piece of dynamite inside of it and it would explode. Like, that's what I think of when you tell me a kidney exploded. So apparently this guy got hit on a truck going the opposite way. Truck didn't see him. Bam. And he got jacked the fuck. Like I said. Like, this motherfucker got cartoon injuries. Like, Wiley Coyote-type injuries. This motherfucker got fucked up like this. And like I said, before I went, I donated to this motherfucker GoFundMe. This motherfucker had Wiley Coyote bandages in the hospital. I was like, this, like, like, how do you even come back from that? Like, he's not going to look the same. He's probably never going to walk the same. He's probably not even going to be able to hold it. Like, he's probably not going to pee the same because his goddamn kidney exploded. Like, what is that even going to be about? You know what I'm saying? Guy's probably going to have, like, half of a stomach and a quarter of a spleen. Like, who knows? They're probably going to have to go get a damn, like, a, a like, a, you have to do a, a spine transplant or some shit. Fucking donate a hip. All cut, like, like, and, okay, so don't ride motorcycles if your health insurance and your life insurance ain't on point. Because there is no reason you should be on no goddamn motorcycle. You need to be walking. Because if that could, because I look, look, I love motorcycles and I've always wanted one, but that shit is the reason why I have never gotten one. And sometimes I think, I was like, man, dude, I would just like a motorcycle. But the way the motherfuckers, like, the way that traffic works around here, it's absolutely insane because there's blind spots every fucking where and you have to use mirrors that are off in the distance to see around the street, go left and right to see if you can go. If you misstep one thing, you are fucking toast. You're going to be looking like that dude wrapped up like a goddamn mummy with a damn shit bag and all types of other shit. He's probably got to get damn fingernail transplants and everything else. This dude, they got to build this guy from the ground up. They might as well put him in the million dollar man project. This dude is destroyed. Like what? Like... This is the first candidate for, their cy- for a cybernetics project, all right? This is the beginning of a comic book, all right? If he didn't have any family, they'd be like, okay, like, they would just, like, CIA would just take his body and then just, and just slap some, like, only take out his heart and his brain and then, like, a, a half of his head and leave the other half, like, metallic or whatever the fuck. Turn his damn music down. Uh-oh. The five o'clock bell's going off. Zama City. All right, what the hell was I talking about? Oh, Yeah. So that's the only thing that, oh yeah, cybernetics program. This motherfucker is a prime candidate for this shit because the way that he looks, he is like, he's going to need every type of physical therapy that has ever existed and that hasn't even been invented yet. He is so jacked up. He Like he was so fucked up. He looked like a, like a pile of used toilet paper on a hospital bed. What the hell? That shit looked so crazy. That shit literally terrified me. And I've, like I said, I've always wanted a motorcycle. Always wanted a goddamn motorcycle. And it's shit like this. 
And I was like, yeah, I'll just get me a motorcycle. I'll just zip around this and snack. You miss one millisecond, you are getting the fuck up out of there. One of these trucks are going to take you to goddamn who knows where. To the upper room. You know, you fucking try to make a left turn. Next thing you know, you're at a goddamn Prince concert in heaven. Jeez Louise. And like, like I said, I love motorcycles. I want to build a chopper. I want to build a... I've always been fascinated with barber choppers. Sports bikes are cool. Like I like a lot of the ones from the 80s and stuff like that. But just from an aesthetic standpoint, uh, like I mean, I've ridden motorcycles before. You know, I've, I used to have my motorcycle license, but I'm just so happy that I never really bought a bike. You know, and like I got too many people that love me. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to. I'm not trying to go to the next birthday birthday party in a goddamn wheelchair. You feel what I'm saying? Um. If I was at a less less pop less populated area, yeah. But I would have all the protective equipment that has ever existed and ain't even been invented yet. I would make some shit. I'm gonna be out there looking like a Robocop on a motorcycle. But at any rate, goddamn Travis Scott. What the fuck, man? You got your, as Paul Mooney would say, you got your nigga wake up call. Because motherfuckers have been getting it walked out on their head at concerts since concerts been around in this capacity look at woodstock they was elbow dropping each other in mud and getting goddamn incapacitated and in, in whatever else since these types of concerts have been around and yo ass is the one that they picked to crucify and i think that it is because the uh demographic that goes to his shows i think we all know who those are um but like I said, like this has been happening for a long time. Hardcore concerts, you know, punk concerts. Uh, I think I, people got stopped at an Elton John concert trying to get to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and people were like, "He how how didn't he hear people screaming from the crowd? Like people have are always screaming crazy shit at them. And they always have things in their ears if you look at them. In, in one of their ears, they're going to hear the backing track. And in the other here, they're going to be listening to the, listening to the stage manager telling him where to go on the uh, where to walk at on the stage to get perfect shots. And he's also listening to camera two zoom in, camera three zoom out, shit like that. All right, that's why he didn't fucking hear you. Okay, so people were like, "Oh, he was yelling," and then he just kept going. Like people pass out all the time. Michael Jackson stood there for five minutes, and like eighty six people died. Like, what are we even talking about? Well, obviously they didn't die, but they just fainted. So it's like, what are we talking about? And I, But however, I will not carry all the water in the world for Travis Scott because uh, this is a little bit on brand for him. This is like he, you know, he's goes for the Ragers and all the crazy concerts and blah, 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 shit like that. So that partially is like, you know, why he's at fault a little bit, but that's a lot of people too. And you don't hear anything like that. Like you don't hear any bad shit about them. That didn't like Pearl Jam or some shit. I wasn't Pearl. Was it Pearl Jam? But I, I know that like, I think the who? Eh, whatever. And like the people saying that it was some kind of satanic ritual and oh, get the fuck out of here. You guys, I swear to God, you guys with this boogeyman shit are just driving me fucking crazy. Really? You think it was a satanic ritual? You think he just got all those people in line just to sacrifice them to who? Motherfuckers talking all this goddamn Illuminati bullshit still? 
Y'all still talking about this goofy shit? Grow the fuck up. God damn. It's like, like, like you want people to take you serious and then you start saying shit like that. Like, what the fuck is you talking about? It was some people who was fighting and then people just started rushing the stage just like they do it rolling loud because they try to get up there and get after the artist. This shit happens all the time. It was a um, time and place kind of thing. Uh, the Houston PD or no, the Houston Sheriff's Department and the other people who were supposed to be doing the security detail, it's partially their fault too for not being prepared. Also, along with the venue as well. You know what I'm saying? So the the concert was also oversold. They don't they, they don't say shit about that. I should probably get the crunchy ass shit out of here. The concert was also oversold. So it's not entirely on him. All right. And the reason why I say it was his nigga wake up call, as as Paul Mooney famously said, uh God rest the dead, was um was because m- m- Bro, we remember what you said about Trayvon Martin back in the day on like on that, that interview at Hot 97 when that when that white dude gave you pushback and you started carrying all that water for George Zimmerman. Motherfucker, we remember. That's why like he's he's been considered a coon for a little while now. You know what I'm saying? So. That's why I'm not really going to entirely get his back on this one, because it is a little on brand for you there, buddy. But hey. We would ride for you if you wasn't with that with, with with all that coonery and that sucker shit. We get it. You're trying to get on. So you say whatever you got to do to get on. And you did that, and then you got on. Congratulations. But, I don't know. Maybe you're just a sacrificial lamb. No pun intended. Uh, What else? The Kanye interview. Man, you want to talk about one entertaining motherfucker, boy. Hold on, let me get some of this water. One entertaining motherfucker, boy. I tell you what hilarious he was on point he was sharp you know what i mean uh i like that the larry hoover like like he he's trying to get larry hoover out um and i really appreciate everything that he's done for uh prison reform you know what i mean because it's really important to me as well uh even though nobody gives him like like people don't really give him credit for that um but they're not going to let him out because of the the good that it would do because because of what Larry, Larry Hoover is as a symbol and you, uniting uh, a black community. That's why I think that they will let him out, even though he does qualify for, I forget it. I forget the thing, but it was like when you've been in prison for so long and da da da, da you actually get, uh, you can be released. I don't remember what it is. Even though he does qualify, not going to let him out. Uh, and even, and Kamala Harris... Is not going to listen to you. Joe Biden is not going to listen to you. The only person who was listening about prison reform and actually uh, releasing people was Trump. And I'm. It's sad that it, it's only him. It it's sad that it hasn't progressed. Even Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he could have gotten Tukey Williams off of death row, didn't make the call. And he sadly met his demise because of also because of benign neglect and amongst other things but um that's why i don't think that they're going to actually release him but back into the content that he was talking about like i said man was funny he was on point he was on fire he was talking like like rich 
like like I didn't really I didn't know how funny Kanye was. You know what I mean? Obviously it was from a an arrogant point of view, you know what I mean? But if you let the jokes be jokes be what they are uh for for comedy's sake, for haha's sake, it's it was actually pretty interesting. Um some of the things that he was like I just didn't want him to shit on anybody. You know what I mean? But he is who he is and shat on people he did. Big Sean, John Legend, Soldier. Even though I love Soldier Boy too because of how fucking funny that motherfucker is. Um I really wish that he would have kept him on the album, but I also wish that he wouldn't have shat on him like that because I I think it just it it just didn't do any good. You know what I mean? Uh saying the things that he said about Big Sean, I was like, dude, you he still still owes him a fuck ton of money. Even though he's a multi-billionaire, which he likes to flex, owes Big Sean what like 15 something mil for um well he doesn't technically owe him because he was under contract, but the money that could that that Big Sean could have accumulated if he wasn't under like if his music wasn't owned under good music in perpetuity would probably have amounted up to upwards of 15 something mil. So what is it to you? And then, I mean, he's holding on to it because Big Sean didn't support him in his um, uh, political campaign. You know what I mean? Uh, you, you know, people, people try to write, write him off. You know what I mean? But stupid people and crazy people don't become multi-billionaires. You know what I mean? Um, the reason why I won't say anything bad about him is because he actually wants to do good for the black community, unlike everyone else. So that's why I will not shit on Kanye West. Um, I don't care about the Trump thing. I thought some things were, were a little weird about it, but I don't really give a fuck about that. And I don't give a fuck about Trump either. You know what I mean? But he is the only one that would have done anything. So that's why I won't really shit on him about that. But the reason why I think Big Sean didn't was because he, B- Big Sean isn't a super millionaire, super hundred, multi, super duper millionaire. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, he probably, he's probably well off, but he can't allow that to hurt him in his future business and entertainment endeavors. That's why I think that he didn't. Uh, John Legend is clicked up with them people. If you know the, the the lizard man, the redacted, you know what I'm saying? So we don't really got to go into that. That's why he won't. Um, didn't really have too much to say about comedy. Anyone, but I just didn't want him to, like, I, 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 I thought it would have been cooler to see him be the bigger person. You know what I mean? But it was an exceptional interview. And I think only Noriega would, would have, only Noriega could have brought that side out of him. You know what I mean? And also, it's like the the interviews are always done in front of an audience. So Kanye was also putting on a little bit of a performance. So maybe that's why he went into it like that. But most interviews are kind of a little bit of a performance. But when you actually see real-time reaction, it's a different case. So uh, like like I said, I'm probably going to watch it again. It was a great interview. was dope. It was a real good time. I need to watch the Soldier Boy interview uh, with his uh, rebut as some would say, um, need to check that one out. But uh, other than that, the reason why I've been gone for so long is because I've been dealing with this bitch who is an emotional vampire. 
uh, one of those people who don't want to get me get better um who likes like uh, like a, a dude i admire said that depression is the new dad hat and what he meant by that somebody might get it but what, what he meant by that was that it's uh oh shit oh my goodness okay Whew, i thought my damn computer went out it, it's it, it's the social currency it's the current social currency you know what i'm saying so People use that and because like, dude, being depressed isn't good, especially coming from someone who suffers from existential dread. It's not good. It's like, like, because it doesn't do anything good. Like I just said, but I mean, like, if you don't work on being better, you won't get better. Like, that's it. If you don't work on it, it don't get no damn better. Like every fucking thing else, whether it's like, like being like being happy and be able to make it through the day is also a skill. You know what I'm saying? A, a skill that you have to cultivate, that you have to manicure, one that you have to work on. You know what I'm saying? And just to think that happiness or satisfaction is supposed to just come to you just because it is, isn't realistic. And I have to, and she was just a leech, like an emotional leech. Like I have to have, like, I understand, like she went through a divorce the guy did her pretty dirty. It's a lot of emotional damage. You know what I'm saying? But at a at a like at, at a certain point, when do you want to get better? You know what I mean? And then like I'm not a therapist. And I understand like if you have a partner, you're supposed to talk to them about everything that they're going through. But does it have to be every day? And you like and you still ain't made no progress? What the hell? And it's like, I can only do so much until I'm just sick of your shit. You know what I mean? And it's like, I got to deal with this fucking bullshit every day? Nah. I'm like, like I'd, I'd rather be alone than annoyed. So, we'll keep it at that. Um, Had to block the number. You know what I mean? Uh, on, on Block on everything, by the way. Because... Like if if you leave the door open a crack, that motherfucker will get through it. I'm telling you, have to close every motherfucking window. You gotta close every door. You gotta lock everything. Close the blinds. You know what I'm saying? Put a put a nobody's home sign out on the door. Put a tack dog outside. Something. You have to do everything because that motherfucker will get through. But other than that, that's 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 over and done with. Um. And now, you know what I'm saying, I'm back on point. We back in the gym. You know what I'm saying? We are about about getting swole. You feel me? Uh I just got a, a a new tie. You know what I'm saying? Happy about that. You feel me? Got getting the room set up, waiting on more posters to finish the room. Excuse me. Uh messing around with the beat machines, doing all that shit. And like making beats is really fucking fun. I, I thoroughly do enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I enjoy like snagging little sounds here and there, using them, manipulating them, rip, like like Missy Elliott did. Put the thing down, flip it, and reverse it. And she was speaking from a producer's point of view because she also makes beats, and she's talking about literally s- sampling things and putting it in reverse. I'm talking about you, like people literally f- reverse sound waves. A lot of things that we hear in normal music now is just a reverse cymbal crash and things of that nature. But um. Let me get another another tag of this water. But yeah, you got to get emo- away from these emotional vampires because they don't do shit for you. 
You know what I'm saying? All they do is stress you out and they want you to go pick up something to eat. Like, hey, I'm tired of that shit. Like, because I'm a fan of staying at the house. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I'd because now I'm at the age where I'm trying to be in bed at eight with the ashy ankles watching Martin. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be all out and this, this, and that because I like my bedtime. You know what I'm saying? I'm a creature of habit to a fault. And, but like, if I got to, if, if I don't want to be in bed early with somebody I don't like. So at any rate, had to get away from that. Uh, uh, this, this person that I work with was, she's, she's a lesbian and she was messing around with this, uh, quote unquote bisexual girl. And I say quote, I say quote unquote, because there are a lot of people who use, um, or a lot of women who use the bisexual tag as, um, social currency. Like, like they, they use that uh, to seem more appealing to somebody they're actually, I don't know, like, like potential, like a dude that they're actually after. So that they seem more interesting, more fun, whatever. So she's with this girl and the girl plays my coworker straight up plays her and then go like gets with the dude while she was with old girl. So she, tur- so the, the quote unquote bisexual girl turns around and gets with the guy and then a lesbian she's left out in the dust so and like i'm saying this i say all that to say this when do the quote-unquote bisexuals get held accountable for for trivializing the lifestyle of actual lesbians you see what i'm saying you know what i mean it's like when do we have that conversation because you used her for uh, social currency to climb up, like like use the use the bisexual tag and to get with her, I guess is a spot on your resume or whatever, so that you can climb a social ladder, seem more appealing to a guy you actually wanted to get with in the first place. It's like when do we have that conversation? Because that shit ain't cool. Because I know because like you can't trivialize trivialize who someone actually is. They're like I am this way. This is me, and you come over here for play play fun time even though even though the lesbian person lives that every day so it's like are you just being greedy or are you just using them you know what i'm saying like to seem more cool or whatever like i'm saying whatever because i know th- there are a lot of studs who would be great stepfathers you see what I'm saying? and they just don't get the opportunity to do so and i feel like that's kind of fucked up because it's like why do you just use these lesbians as whether it be rebound because i had another uh lesbian co-worker because i'm a mechanic so there's a lot of lesbians but i had like this other lesbian co-worker at my last place and she had to deal with the same shit it's like they just they just use you for emotional the 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 quote-unquote buys just use lesbians for emotional support and then they just pivot right back into dick you know what i'm saying it's like, I don't know, maybe the heart is a, a weird thing. I'm not, I, look, I'm not Dr. Drew and no shit like that, or the other one. What was her name, Dr. Drew? She used to sell sex toys at like, on infomercials at like three in the morning. Is that Dr. Drew? Hold on. I'm about to get into this. No, it's not Dr. Drew. I'm, I don't know who the hell I was thinking of. Anyway. Where was we going with this? 
man, there's just been so much happening, man. But at any rate, like I said, it, maybe we need to have the conversation. Maybe there's nothing that could be done because studs like those chicks too. Uh, maybe the they want the man manly type, womanly type relationship dynamic. Because like like not too often do you see two studs together. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody's stepping into that strap on and buckling in. And you know what I'm saying? Like that's it's either one or the other for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not trying to be like rude or anything, but that's like like every time I picture it, it's like you're getting into like a flight suit. You're like you're like fucking strapping down in there, ready to fucking you're hitting all the damn zippers and or hitting all the damn buckles like you're about to go skydiving and zipping everything in tight before you before you get to business, get busy. But uh no COVID talk today. We're not gonna do it. Try and get away from that because I don't know what else can be said. It's either your one thing or the other for the most part. Uh, Madonna's still flashing people. Man, get your old ass the fuck up out of here. Yeah, damn, ain't you about 65? God damn, she done got the, the the crazy BBL. You know who they should give a BBL to? That's that, for, for the uninitiated, that's a Brazilian butt lift. They should give one to R. Kelly and then keep his ass in jail forever. Have him walking around, and then he he'll get a taste of what's been going on. You know what? That motherfucker might actually like it. You know what? All right, man. This has been the Gutterless Podcast. Y'all, peace.